Let's kick it. What's up, everybody? This is the quad with Chris Young, number one in your podcast dreams, number one in your hearts. Uh, as always, I'm Chris, <laughs> and uh, evidently, I'm just I'm being goofy on a Labor Day over here. Great, we got producer Josh, the number one podcast that covers four topics from uh, Tennessee and parts abroad. <laughs> Haley the Bear. Hi, guys. And rocking the UCF hat, Ryan from Miami. Highest points per game in the nation after week one. I will say I arrived in Dallas this morning. And do you, do you smell that? Do you smell what's in the air? Uh, it, it smells like someone who's trying to audition for a vintage radio guy from like 1985. Oh, I, I, I know what that smell is. It's football. Football <laughs> week is back. Let's go. Yeah. Ryan is uh, celebrating football being back. Yes, we just NFL. we just passed the last Sunday of the year without football until February. That's amazing. Yeah, amazing. I know, man. You know it's more amazing. You know what the results of the poll are. Oh yeah, so I love polls, and we <laughs> we do polls all the time here at the Quad with Christian. Oh, he in was fact, he was so ready last week. I had to get him this week. Yep. In fact, in fact, it is something that we love and take pride in. And so, uh, our recent so, poll, which so was, much pride, we we look it up before the episode starts. Which was yep. what is the best cut of steak? And with forty six point eight percent of the vote, ribeye was Shazam. the winner. Wow. Okay. Uh, do you want to know the whopping percentage that skirt steak got in this poll? Four, two, what 1.8%. Which, yes, which, which may be the lowest percentage of any option in the quad with Chris Young poll I'm, history. I'm sorry, can you Op- say option again? Option, option, these are good option. For those of you that don't know, one of the prerequisites for doing a podcast is being able to speak eloquently <laughs> onto a microphone. I do also want to update you on our other polls. Buffalo Wild Wings, is it good or meh? 52.7% of the audience said meh. And the most split poll we have ever had in quad podcast history. Do you <laughs> want Josh Cleave to start screaming hot take again? With 50% of the vote, everyone said yes. And with another 50% of the vote, everyone said absolutely. <laughs> That's great. I love that. That is I love fantastic. It. The most split poll ever. Sounds like a split. We'll have to throw the whole poll out. Won't be happening. Sorry. I like some of the Can comments. You... Some of the comments were if you vote, we all win. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a wonderful honor to be here on this podcast, but in no way will I be screaming hot take anytime soon. That's fine. That's fine. Um, also, it's it's Buffalo Wild Wings deserves more credit than this because Meh is just like I don't have an opinion. That's not it's not a polarized question. Meh is like whatever. I don't, well, I don't I, eat there enough to, to because really I care. guess I guess what we said and why we went with Matt instead of it's bad was it's not bad. It's just like it's not a top choice for eh, like I mean that's that that is the correct thing that we put on the poll. It is. 
Yeah, they deserve better. You, they, you know what? We deserve better, Josh. Asian Zing <laughs> deserve better. Asian from Zing Buffalo Wild Wings. Asian Zing deserves better than this. We this kind of treatment. You know what? We it does. It deserves better from Buffalo Wild Wings. Mango habanero is hurt right now. I don't care <laughs> who's in hot. charge of Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm calling you out because every single person that I talked to about this was on the the same page with me. This is the, this could be like the only time you guys hear me. It's going to sound like I'm just bashing Buffalo Wild Wings. It's not that I don't like Buffalo Wild Wings. It's more that I have this memory in my head of the one that was in my hometown growing up when I first started going somewhere to watch sports and it was awesome and every other one that I've been to recently was just not awesome. So, Buffalo Wild Wings, we love you. We want better. That's all I'm saying. Chris Young declares war on Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like the, the time that I tripped and fell down yeah. and ended up on the news. Yes, and they're exactly. like, he demands the, <laughs> the, the, city natural, <laughs> the city needs to do better. I'm like, when did I demand anything? Hold up. Chris Young, victim of dot. It was probably Chris Young, five, 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 four. Oh, God. <laughs> Let us reiterate, none of us have fake, none of us have accounts other than our real ones, and we are not messaging. By the way, if you're listening to this right now, and you've ever, ever, ever for one moment been like, maybe that's them, you know, we can all, well, I can't say that. Sometimes Bear misspells stuff in the the group message. (laughs) We all have good grammar. I have typos. There's a difference. You speak good. You speak good. You speak good. Yeah, exactly. You speak well. well exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're... My fat fingers. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Anyway, thank you guys, as always, for tuning into the podcast. We are excited to be hanging out with you guys on an, an absolutely fantastic Labor Day. Um, We're laboring while you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, well, Hopefully. Hopefully everybody's just having a wonderful day off and getting to do what they want. This is what we want to do. We mm-hmm. like doing the podcast. Yeah, shout out to all the service industry workers who are definitely going to be laboring. And they will be laboring. <laughs> oh, please, please tip. Yes. Please please tip your servers and bartenders. Please. Stay and neuter your dogs and cats. <laughs> oh. No, it's someone, Bob, Bob, Bob Barker. Barker. Yeah. yeah. Someone has to. Uh, also, we will have a, a guest calling in today. We haven't had a guest in a while. Um, Nate Smith is going to be joining us. We're going to be talking to him about music and then also about the fact that he's never played fancy football before and he has no idea what he's doing, which I just think is hilarious. Um, do we want to go movie first? Sure. Let's do that. Yeah. Movies. All right. You guys, the the movie was technically a documentary. Um, BS High, rated R. I wonder why it was rated R. Probably because there's a there was a lot of cursing in it. I would assume that would be the reason why. Language and adult themes. Not a foul language, yeah. I that just it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. People are blown away by it. Wow. I, I, I found it to be one of the better sports documentaries I've seen in a long time. Uh, the Bishop Sycamore Centurions find themselves playing a nationally televised football game on ESPN in 2021. However, questions after the game reveal that Bishop Sycamore isn't a real school at all. 7.4 on IMDb. That's an interesting split. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean... <laughs> 
pretty much this this whole documentary is just how much of a scam artist that guy is, right? I mean, within like the first five minutes of him being on camera, he's like, "Do I look? Do I look like a con artist? Do I look like a con artist?" They're like, "You look good." He goes, "No, no, no." But I I did like a whole class on like how to carry yourself, and he goes, "Do it." How do I look? And then immediately goes, "Oh, I I don't I don't know who that guy is. He was involved for like a week or so." They're like, well, he said he was involved for a long time. Oh, yeah, he was involved for like six to eight months at the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's like you do. You're just following. You're. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. This is the same dude who goes to Kinkos to print off fake checks. So yes, this was a this was a very eye opening documentary. How, how is he not in jail? I love how he. I love how he said. It, 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 to to the extent of I don't like break laws. I just play in the gray area. I was like, yeah, no, no, no. You know, you're in the that's red what that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that. That was like, uh, okay. So, one of you guys fully explained the situation for people who did not watch this. So yeah. this is a real life thing that happened. Did you watch this? I didn't. But, oh, but I, oh, I, I know I know a fair amount about it. I it it's it's worth the hour and a half watch, man. I didn't. It, I didn't it have really... access to HBO. In my travels. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Ryan. I can share my password login with you next time, Josh. No, no, you cannot. Oh. Yeah. No. Ryan, what's wrong with you? No, no. How dare you say something like that? I mean, we so, would never do that here on the Ryan. Podcast. Uh, we never. believe everyone should purchase their own login. Never. Yes. Um, everyone yeah, should we, purchase we their streaming. own login. For streaming. So basically, the gist of it in a in a very very cookie cutter thirty second glimpse is. Bishop Sycamore was a made-up high school, if you will, by a man who got these children, these kids, if you will, these these players from broken homes to come to this school. Um, basically, built this school off a Ponzi scheme, off insurance fraud uh, and PPP loans. And this school, um, he conned them into basically playing the toughest high school football schedule in the country, including playing IMG Academy on ESPN, which is what exposed the fraud. To a much larger audience. Um, he had claimed they had like 12 or 13 D1 players on this team. They did not. They were absolutely shellacked. And, you know, basically it, it's this documentary goes into the uh, very, very, very fine minutia of how he was able to concoct this, this ridiculous Ponzi scheme uh, to build this fake school um, and really mislead these players in this community. And so it's, it's pretty crazy um, that this team that he was able to, that this coach was able to basically get this team on ESPN uh, in front of millions and millions of people, uh, which only further exposed the lie. Which also he was able to do it playing ING Academy, which is what he was basically selling. That his team was. Yeah, that his team was going to be this path to the NFL. And basically, you know, he, he was doing good by getting the ability for these players to be seen on the scale of something like an IMDb or an IMDb, I am IMG Academy, um, where they would they would basically start just IMG, have a IMG no 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 um, your path to start your path to being in the movies IMDb Pay us fifteen grand and we'll get you in. No, also don't don't ever fall for anything like that. Nobody gonna charge you up front for something like that. Um, I was. I, I was just blown away, like just looking at him, 
and him talking, I'm like, how did people not already just see it? Like you could just, the way that he is speaking just speaks, I'm being, I'm making up lies and I'm being fake. Or you could just, I could see it in his eyes. You, you say that, but a lot of people fall for fast talkers. Especially, especially kids coming from broken homes that are looking for father figures, families that are hoping that their kids find a way out. That's what he sold them on. He sold them on this vision of you're going to come here. You're going to go to this academy. You're going to get a better education. You're going to be on a path to the NFL. And all of that was a complete and total lie. Well, and and even at the beginning, before it, it became Bishop Sycamore, it was through the church that he worked with. And he was having people at the church sign uh, a life insurance policy. And then basically how they were raising money through the church was, hey, if you do life insurance, um, basically you allot part of your benefits to the church. Right, because you can drain it early. Yeah. It's just so scummy and just it's bad yeah it's real bad i just want to know how no one actually like before you schedule a team to play do you not look at the team well they weren't they weren't vetting it because nobody wanted to play img academy because they were so good and so they basically looked at that like a tune-up game they wanted to to try and stomp this team on espn and make which by the way they they played 48 hours earlier. They played two games in 48 hours. <laughs> he scheduled a tune-up game before the IMG game on a yeah, Friday short, before the game on a crazy. Short week. short week for them. But how did they like they how did they get other teams on the schedule for them? That's I mean I like how do people not look into a school being like, oh, we've never played this school before. Let's just randomly play him without seeing in, if in one of in one of the clips, the guy literally goes. Well, I mean, what, what, how much high school eligibility do you really have? <laughs> what? <laughs> he, he was talking about how there is no rules to like, uh, I don't see Wait. any laws. And can yet, I, and yet, can, can I go back? And I mean, I know I graduated. Can I go enroll? It wasn't, I mean, the, he had players that had played for Juco. Uh, Juco. Yeah, they had already played in college. He was on a roster online. You could Google this kid, played uh-huh. Juco, and was back playing in high school. Huh. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, like, this is just a microcosm, right, of some of the revelations in this documentary. So, first of all, this guy was an intern for the New York Jets under Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells, which I find very comical that Roy Johnson uh, interned for them. He said his goal was to be an NFL GM. GM. Yeah. He would, <laughs> he would, he would call a grocery store, order 25 rotisserie chickens, intentionally not pick them up. So that way they would be marked down to $2 while the grocery store was closing. So he can then go in and, and buy those rotisserie chickens for $2 instead of what would be $10. Insane. Insane. Blows, I just don't get. It. Does he technically fall under the Parcells coaching tree then? That, <laughs> no, that... no, no. We're not doing that. The Bill Belichick coaching tree for sure. Yeah. Oh, geez. Anyway, uh, just a wild documentary. Uh, if you guys watched it, hopefully you enjoyed it. And by the way, at the end, Coach jo- Coach Johnson was like dismissive of like these kids saying that he like he destroyed them, he broke them, he broke their dreams. Like he was just like. 
no, that's just not true. I helped them in this way. I helped them in this way. Like, it's crazy to me that through all of this, he still at the end could take zero accountability for what had transpired and still believes that his school is going to be this crazy school. He helped create more problems for them. Like, (laughs) Hmm. what? What are you pointing at? What are you recording to? Oh, mother. Well, at least we could start with Nate Smith. We now. have hold on. I can fix this because we have the audio on the on the. <laughs> we do. I that's true. This. We do have I the Zoom. We do no, have we're Zoom okay. Audio. We're okay. We're okay. <laughs> I can fix this because we have the audio on the Zoom, so I can just splice that in and then okay. start it from there. Okay. Ah, oh, gosh, dang it! <laughs> that's a that's a first for you. Yeah, it is. I'm glad I caught it before Nate called in. Yeah, that would you would not have had it. He would have. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna be okay. They're not going to know. It's fine. We're going to keep all this in. It's all right. fine. No. It's fine. No, no, no. It's okay. Are let we, me just. Let are me just we take, leaving this in? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to. video too. I'm going to take accountability for this right now. Hello, hello America. It's me, Josh Glee. <laughs> so, all right. Ex- explain what just happened, Josh, for everyone listening to that audio and even the people watching. I, uh, f- we have a routine where we do a clap to start and sync the video with the audio portion. And I usually, <laughs> every 180 episodes worth, hit the record button and then start the intro song. And this morning, for whatever reason, I did not hit record. And Chris was just pointing, not talking. <laughs> do, you, do you know why I was doing it? You're trying too? to get because me to I understand was... what was going on. But I was just like, I don't know what you're looking I at thought, right now. I thought maybe you were trying to tell him to look at the time. I, 100%. I always check the time based off the recorded time. Yeah. we've. And so, so... <laughs> For for audio purposes, you may hear the audio at the beginning of this podcast sound a little bit different during the, the movie portion because we'll be pulling that from Zoom. But we should be good from here on out. So I will splice that together <laughs> and uh, it'll be fine because technology is great and we have redundant ways of doing things and I am an idiot. And this is just <laughs> indicative of <laughs> life. So thank you for being patient with me as we... Uh, navigate the technology in year three of doing this the same way every Monday. Oh my God. So there we go. We're going to leave all that in. Okay. (laughs) How many hours Josh have you slept in the last couple of days? It's I've had fine sleep. It's just travel and distracted and whatever. We love you, buddy. We love you. We love you. You know what will help if you scream hot take right now? No, 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 we're definitely not doing that. Um, So going to the movie for next week, Equalizer three, yes, yeah, yes. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. Or notice. <laughs> I guess that means I would have to watch Equalizer one and two. That, oh, that you haven't seen it? Oh, they're so it. good. Denzel, stop. Dakota Fanning. Yes. All right. it, do not watch the TV show The Equalizer, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three. <laughs> You know exactly what I was going to do. Yeah. Damn it. You know yeah. me too well don't, now. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, all right. Equalizer 3. and It's already out, right? It's already yeah, out? It's out. Yes. It came out yeah. on the first. So uh, let's go to music. Music. I'm going to do kind of a, a, a quick rundown. Obviously, Young Love and Saturday Nights is out. Go check that out, guys. Um, been working on some new merch for that. Uh, that's going to be dropping very, very soon. 
and had an absolutely fantastic weekend in Wisconsin and Indiana. Shout out to everybody that came out to those shows. They were incredible. Um, also, I, I have to say, uh, scary moment, but someone right down front, uh, probably about six songs into my set in Terre Haute, Indiana, um, had just kind of a, a medical thing. Mm -hmm. It was very, very hot. Um, lots of sun, nowhere to really get in the shade. And sometimes that happens, but shout out to that audience. I was, I saw a bunch of people pointing. I stopped the show and it was a big, you know, pit down front as far as like standing, standing mm -hmm. pit. And I was like, Hey, if everybody can just back up, we we've got kind of a, a medical situation. We're going to make sure somebody gets taken care of. If everybody can just back up and I've never seen a crowd, right? I mean, I think it was like seven songs in. It was like, I'm coming over was, was getting started. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody's vibing big show. And, um, Thousands of people just got quiet. Everybody backed up, made way for them to get a, a cart in mm -hmm. to pick this person up. They ended up being okay. Um, the medical personnel, security staff there was great. But just shout out to everybody in the crowd for being cool, making sure somebody else was okay, hitting pause on the show. Mm -hmm. And... It, it just not necessarily like a <clears throat> a moment you ever want to happen, but just the way that the crowd responded, I thought was absolutely amazing. And uh, it, it, it was not lost on me. It was not lost on the security staff. Uh, any of you guys that were in the audience that were there, uh, just hats off to you for making sure somebody else that showed up to have a good time who – you know, I don't know if they just got overheated or what, but they, they were okay. We heard that from security. Um, shout out to you guys for being that way. Cause it was awesome. Yeah. We had, we had a couple of scares this summer as well. And I mean, really the, the unsung heroes are the security, the, the venue security, the EMTs, et cetera, like their ability to get into that crowd, get people out immediately is awesome. So big yeah. shout out to them. Let's, uh, let's take this phone call. This is a perfect segue. Um, uh, volume up on it yeah volume should be up oh. oh lost him hang on we're gonna we're just gonna call him back from this end um but again thank you everybody for being absolutely amazing no no speaker no. should be are we sure let's see if we got him now See, this has happened last time too, didn't it? When I called in? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Put him on speaker. Hey, Nate. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, what I got he, you. What if he what if he called into the Zoom, Josh? Smallest little voice I ever heard in my life. I couldn't even hear a person, you know? Oh, dude. Um we're we're just gonna we're we've got you on speaker. For some reason we're having an issue with our uh, our input. You're good. You're good. So uh we're we're just gonna do it like this old school from the phone everybody nate smith um so we're we're talking about music first so uh i will i will give you the floor obviously everybody knows who you are 
if they follow this podcast and um, I'm a huge, huge fan of you, your music, your voice, who you are as a person. But uh, I, I always kind of defer to anybody that calls in that is a musician. One of my favorite things about being able to, to have a platform where we talk about sports, movies, music, and sort of everything in between for, for our hot take portion. I, I love getting to talk to somebody and just give them the floor about what's going on with their summer, where you've been most recently, and uh, I, I know the last time you and I spoke, you were up in Canada. I know you've been all over this summer. But, uh, yeah, just let you talk about your music and kind of whatever you want to get out there for the people that listen to to the podcast. Absolutely, man. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of you as well and uh, definitely becoming good friends. And thanks for asking me to be on this. I, I really appreciate it, bro. Um, but, yeah, I guess the best thing to explain is there's probably a lot of people that, that don't know my music yet still. And um, I, I would just kind of talk about sort of how it sort of started, I, uh, I moved to Nashville in 2008, and I had a record deal on the table um, from Word Records, a Christian label, um, and I was like writing songs a bunch, and then eventually, uh, somehow the, the deal fell through, my A&R quit, and that uh, kind of left me in a, in a weird position where I was like, now what am I going to do? I've moved to Nashville, I don't really know what I'm going to do, and uh, he ended up offering me uh, a publishing deal, and he said, you have a cut, and I'm like, what's a cut? You know, didn't really know what that was. And he said, well, one of these artists are going to record one of your songs and uh, I want to sign you to a songwriting deal. I'm like, I barely even know how to write songs, but let's let's try this, you know. So I, I signed a publishing deal uh, with Centricity Music and wrote songs for a few years. Um, and then, um, unfortunately, I, well, I had married, I had gotten married uh, in Nashville. Yeah, don't don't say you unfortunately got married. Don't 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 say it that way. <laughs> married uh and it, and it didn't work out unfortunately how about that um and uh so i moved back to california um and did a bunch of random stuff i worked at churches uh, as a worship leader i drove uber i drove keith around uh, for a dental lab kind of a kind of a crazy situation and then uh, I hold up hold up hold up hold yeah. up yeah. this is something that i i did not know about you you <laughs> teeth you, you drove teeth around Keith Urban? Keith Urban. Keith Urban. It was, it was a very stressful situation, Chris. Like, it was like, you got to get these teeth over to, you know, crowns, like that kind of thing, you know, crowns and, and, uh, <laughs> stuff like that. And it was like, it was in rush hour of Sacramento and I'd have to like rush to the dentist to get it there on time. It was just, a, it was a crazy job. Interesting. I, I find the more that you were, you were talking about your, your lead up to Nashville, the more that you remind me of Josh Cleave, <laughs> who who uh, is on the podcast with us, who um, do you do you see that do you a lot of things that he's saying mirror like oh yeah yeah we're I feel like we would get along a lot Nate for sure if he's ADHD as well then then that's probably what we're hearing here yep uh, yep I'm a little scatterbrained <laughs> okay so after all of this. Uh, continue. Yep. So then, uh, so I'm, I'm working at churches, driving Uber, just very random things. I'm also a certified nurse assistant at this point. So I've always got a job working as a CNA, uh, who, who, you know, honestly we do, we do the dirty work, you know? So it's like the nurse will give the laxative and we're the one doing the, the old cleanup, you know? Uh, so it is <laughs> wild times, wild times. Um, but I do love people a lot. 
and that's definitely what got me through it and stuff. But uh, I moved I moved back to Paradise, California, where I went to junior high and high school, and uh, I was helping out my brother at his church there. Um, and I was working at the hospital as well, and then we had an unexpected fire take place, um, and it pretty much wiped out the whole town. So I, I, I got out really luckily uh, at, like, I think 8.30 or 9 in the morning. Um, I had a doctor's appointment in Chico, which is the town right next to Paradise, and uh, I got out of there, and everybody's, like, packing their cars up and stuff, and I'm like, what are they doing? This is, this is crazy. There's, we, there's always a fire. This is so dramatic, you know, I thought at the time. And then I get down the hill. And then realized, like, oh, my gosh, this is really, really, really bad. Um, my brothers called me. He got out okay and everything. But we all lost everything, you know. Our, I lost my apartment with all my stuff. My brother lost his first house. And uh, it's pretty wild. Um, yeah. But, uh, but so, long story short, so a buddy of mine sent me a guitar um, that I, I knew for my first move to Nashville. And um, I, I wrote a song for Paradise, raised a little bit of money. And was just like, man, like, I forgot the power of music and what it, what it can do for people and help. Um, so I started writing songs again. And then eventually my friends raised a GoFundMe for me and uh, moved me back to Nashville. And I never thought I would go back. But uh, I went back with a little bit of money and just drove all over America, slept in my car, went camping, just kind of ran, went to random towns. This is during COVID. Uh, so it was kind of a crazy time. But... Uh, eventually made it back to Nashville, and then um, I got a management deal um, with Chief and Simon at Core, um, pretty much right away through a friend. Um, and then I signed a publishing deal with Sony, maybe two months after that. And I completely ran out of money. I had the day I signed my publishing deal at fourteen bucks, my name, and that was it. <laughs> That's so wild, man. That's so wild. Yeah, yeah. And then um, it all led to this latest, the latest single. Yeah. Everything, uh, everything's kind of, kind of led you to where you are now and, you know, out there touring and I've seen a a bunch of different shows that, that you've been a part of, whether they were just yours or or obviously opening for people, uh, on huge, huge tours. So it's, it's been super wild. Um, I, yeah, I got, so I, I got a publishing deal, then got a record deal, Sony and then we put out um, our first radio single and it, and it went number one couldn't believe it um, and then we've got World on Fire out right now that's that's moving along and um, man it's just been amazing seeing like what radio can, can do for <laughs> your shows I mean it, it obviously works you know it's like it's I've been always been told that like you've got to have that element and um, everyone's been right because they're singing along to the songs at every show and uh, the doors that it's opened up I mean we got we got the Thomas Rhett tour this year and it's been amazing we're about to wrap that up in nashville at the bridgetown for two nights um like i think on the 30th of september um and then we got some more dates with uh with with morgan in november and we're doing some stuff with cole uh, as well and man we're just we're having a blast love that dude love that um so it this this is kind of funny uh I'm I'm glad sort of that that you didn't come in studio today and I, and I'm also then like sort of sad because it's just been like the comedy of errors. We we've been doing this for like 3 years and we have everything down to a science, like the, the connection from the phone that we normally use when people just call in just did not work. So I'm, I'm holding you up to an SM seven microphone right now. 
Uh, everybody, everybody can hear you on speaker that's in the room, but Ryan obviously cannot hear you because he is via Zoom. So he's going to ask me a question. And I'm just going to relay it to you. Yeah, yeah. So the, the 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 question I have is, can you tell me how Blink One Eighty Two, Foo Fighters, and Goo Goo Dolls have inspired your music? Okay. His question is, can you tell me how Blink One Eighty Two, Foo Fighters, and Goo Goo Dolls have inspired your music? Man, uh, God, dude. Uh, so I mean, when I first started playing guitar and singing. Um, it was to blink songs because it was pretty easy to, to sing. I guess that would be the best place to start. So I, that was the whole thing. I was like, I was, I was loving to sing, but I didn't really know how to play guitar very well. So blink is what put it together where I could sing and play at the same time. And their pop sensibility and their melodies definitely still influenced my writing. Um, Goo Goo Dolls, the epicness, the emotion, the, uh, all that stuff. You think of Iris, you know, like that, that's definitely, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in the studio. I'm like, uh, we're getting to the solo part. Like, give me, give me some of that iris right there. On the, you know, nice slide iris. You know, I, I reference that song in every song I write. I feel like, like what's my problem? Um, Foo Fighters. I just, I love rock so much and Nirvana. Um, uh, actually, just I was in Seattle um, this weekend and I went to Kurt Cobain's house. Um, did the whole thing. Like somebody actually lives there, so it's always it's kind of weird. You feel like you're trespassing, but I went onto the property a little bit and <laughs> took some pictures. I mean, you gotta know when you buy somebody's house that's that infamous. They know. They know. You know. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine having people outside your house all day pictures? Ugh, be awful. He said that he got his first cut back before before he moved back to California. What was that? Yeah. What was your first cut? That's a good question. First, yeah, first cut was a Christian young Christian artist named Robert Pierre. Um, I can't remember what, what the song was called, but, uh, but he cut it and that was kind of like my first intro into like, well, what's a, what's a cut and stuff. So it got me my publishing deal. Um, and, uh, I think throughout my deal, I got a few more cuts. I didn't have any radio singles. Um, and like I said, I, I can't believe they put me in the room with people to write songs. Like I, I shouldn't have been responsible for that <laughs> at all. Uh, Nate, this is this is Josh Gleave. Hey, uh, so you're from Northern California. Are you a Sacramento Kings fan? I do like the Kings. I do like the Kings. My thing with sports. Here's my whole thing with sports. Let me just be real with you. So, like, this, this is a good segue, by yeah. the way, because I, it, great segue. I will here's, here's, I will say one one thing. Um, we normally do a "What are you listening to?" segment uh, for for music. It, we are just gonna put four of your songs in there today instead of instead hey. of picking. So uh, definitely, if you guys do not already have Nate Smith's music in your catalog, in your playlist, especially World on Fire with the new one, you got to go do that. And uh, Josh, before he gets into this, hit the sports sounder real fast. Sports! Okay, now, uh, please let us know about your <laughs> your, you your sports knowledge. Yeah, so it's, it's very, very limited. Very limited. So I... <laughs> My, my whole family's big sports folks. I mean, I have my teams and stuff, and I love going to a game. I love going in person and watching a game. But, man, when it comes down to who's who's playing this year and all that kind of stuff, it's you might as well be speaking a foreign language to me, man, because I spent all those times my, my family would be watching the game in the living room and stuff, and I'd be in there trying to write a song or, or, or do something artsy. I'd be like, we should like, start a band or something. And I was just a weird kid, weird little emo kid in my bedroom with Blink-182 posters all over the wall. Not knowing a thing about football, I even tried out for football. I, uh, I joined the team, and uh, during the first day of hitting, 
uh, we, we had practice with hitting, and I got hit really hard, and I, I screamed and cried, and I was on the ground. I couldn't move, couldn't breathe. Uh, it was a big old joke. So I remember I eventually quit the team. I went into the office with the coach, and I was like, hey, I, I think I'm out of here. And he's like, all right, man, see ya. Didn't even fight for me. me meanwhile, <laughs> if you had asked most people that, that see me as a, <laughs> as an adult, you know, I mean, like right now, I I walk around and I'm I, I think when I I got up this morning, I was probably like two thirty seven. So I'm six four two thirty seven. So I'm built sort of like an NFL tight end size wise. And people are like, oh, so you played like sports in in high school and in college? And I'm like, absolutely not. I was in choir and drama. I I was the biggest <laughs> music nerd of all time. So uh, yes. Yeah, you relate. you relate, but I I don't because I'm now huge into sports to the point that I I forced you, um, <laughs> to join our fantasy football league and and just so everyone knows, just in case you win this year, you know absolutely nothing about fantasy football. Nothing, absolutely nothing. I was, that's what I was saying. I was like, dude, I'm not your guy. I'm not the guy to join this team. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I was basically forced. I, I said no <laughs> many times, and, and he just kept saying, all right, man, cool, here's your login. Here's how you do it. I'm like, I don't know if he understands what no means, but that's okay. Um, I, I, I'm bad about taking uh, no for an answer, especially when it comes to fantasy football, just because <laughs> we always try to have, and, and I told you this, but I'm, I'm saying this now that it's on the podcast and, and people watching and listening will will have video and audio proof of this. Uh, there's always somebody every year that has no idea what they're doing. So that you you are in a a very uh, comfortable group. I promise, no one is is going to make fun. There there are people every year, even if they do know what they're doing. There's always like one person that just doesn't pay attention at all. Um, Which, so, you know, ignorance is bliss, right? So like, I'm yeah. Just like, oh, cool! I got a guy from this this team and that team, and he could be the worst one. You guys are all laughing, and I'm just like, I don't care, man. I'm good. Yeah, you're golden. You're golden. Uh, Josh, what what do you got? Uh, I have I have one more question. This one is from your bass player Mikey, and, oh. and he said to ask you about the name. <laughs> the name. Okay, so we have all these things. Uh, every every band and artist has like inside jokes and stuff on the bus. We have a billion of them, but everything is in the name and in the blood. So he'll just, he'll just be like, "Oh, oh, yeah, you're gonna go eat that mac and cheese in the name," you know, or oh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna eat ourselves a weed gummy. Uh, in the blood. In the blood. <laughs> oh my god! Very not okay, and everybody's killing me right now. So things this, but it's like it's just weird. Joke. Everything's in the blood and in the name. I don't know why. It's kind of funny. Amen. In the, in the name. In the name. I'm gonna win this fantasy football in the blood. <laughs> Amazing. Well, hey, dude. Seriously, um, I I appreciate you uh, so much for for letting us uh, attach. Your name to uh, this this fantasy football season, and we'll we'll have a lot of fun with it. And uh, thanks for asking me. Yeah, dude, we'll 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 get you in studio at some point. I know you got uh, meetings you're getting to later on this morning. So uh, thank you again for joining us, buddy. Yes, love you, Chris. Love you guys. Have fun. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes, bye. All right, man. Cheers. In the blood. In the blood. (laughs) 
great guy great guy and again yeah sorry we are <laughs> this is just like I just, the the funniest day of like tech stuff going wrong but we're making it work and we don't care because we uh we we're here for you guys work. i'm gonna be honest he was he was i love how personable he is you are you can tell just by not even meeting him just how personal a guy he is he is so 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 quick to share his stories and like be vulnerable with what he's gone through like that is that's amazing i love that He's a really, really talented guy, really nice guy, and uh, that was one of the reasons that I wanted him to be uh, a part of the Fantasy Football League this season and also call in and, and just talk about his music. So, again. He's going to make the championship game. I'm, I'm calling it right now. When he, knocks, Smith is gonna make when he knocks Bear out, it's going to be so funny. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, it's going to be great. so happy. I'm going to win. It's, I, I swear, like, if, if this is my year where, like, my team falls down and I don't do well and it gets down to, like, her and Nate Smith, I, I will make Nate Smith for president t-shirts and should we just <laughs> we'll just trade trade all of our players to nate everybody yeah. <laughs> collusion absolutely not. why would you say that now she's the commissioner she's gonna she be would, paid attention she would never she would never approve any of them no. she, <laughs> oh Rude. man uh yeah since we are in sports now uh that was kind of how i set up that segue for a reason so that we'd be able to to talk with him as long as possible because he's he's got meetings um today much much like us he is he is doing things on labor day so uh i i appreciated him joining in quick mlb update ryan do you want to try to explain your fuzzy math to everyone uh yeah math is math you know and and that's you know math is math i don't do math math is not fun it's not something we enjoy um but but ladies and gentlemen ryan basically text I mean, he texted all of us, but he was really talking to me and Josh, I believe, that morning and was just kind of like, oh, not not such like, a 500 team. They were uh, they were this through last month and this through this we month. Don't need to, we like, don't need to do that. Right? I'll, I'll just, just go ahead and read it. No, yeah, no, no. Go, I've got go it right ahead, here. Josh, I've got it right you, here. I'm happy you. to read it. Uh, according to Ryan Best, <laughs> since a 5-15 and 15 stretch, the Rays are 20-9 and nine and have won nine of the 10 series, six straight. Not such a 500 team after all. Chris goes, if you add those numbers together, it's 25 and 24. <laughs> Hashtag math. <laughs> Literally so the I, definition of a 500 yeah, team. Yep. No, no, I, I, I do. I do get that. I do get the math on that. However, where's my jersey? However, your jersey's coming. I will be. I have seven straight games starting on Thursday, uh, fourth ballpark and three on the road. And so you will be getting your jersey because that's what's going to happen. But Perfect. if you look at. The Major League Baseball standings. Your Tampa Bay Rays are 83 and 54, which is not 500 for the record. They are two and a half games back of Baltimore for the top spot in the AL East, and there are 25 games left to play. We are in September. This is playoff push time. We are ready to roll. Let's go. Also, of note, I will be checking off ballpark number 15 on my list today. Going to go to the Rangers ballpark here in Arlington. So excited yeah, to see that's a good one. Uh, would I, would I, Astros and Rangers. What I just realized is the way Ryan talks about numbers to avoid the point. He could create his own baseball team to play against the I, I could create a BS baseball team, which is Bishop Sycamore baseball. Uh, but yes, Josh gave me the great idea today, since I am seeing the Astros play here in Texas, that I should start a chant on a trash can. Just Astros start banging on a trash can. Like Astros it. cheated. Never oh. going to let them live that down. Never. Yikes. Never. See, you could be BS baseball or uh, BS bass. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's... BS Bass. That's a nice ring to it. BSB. BS Rude. Bass. Rude. Yeah, I like it. Rude. Um, looping around the first week of college football, I would I would like to talk about the fact that, yes, you've already alluded to UCF. Um, they are not going to be national championship talk in any way, shape, or form this year. One and oh. Yeah, you're one and oh. That's great, Ryan. Um, <laughs> the Big 12 did not have a good weekend, well, but UCF did. The Big 12 uh, did what? not have a good actually, weekend. Actually, I, I want to argue that point. I'm pretty excited because Oklahoma looked fantastic. Uh, Texas playing Rice, as they should, looked fantastic. No, they didn't look they pulled their their starting quarterback yours in the third quarter, man. Like it, when you're pulling your quarterback that early and putting in the backup, and you see Arch Manning just you know warming up on the sidelines just in case. It's 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 a wonderful feeling, and I'm very much looking forward to the showdown with Alabama next week because Alabama, while looking fantastic and and as they should putting up 14 in each quarter for a total of 56 they played my college that i went to college at mtsu uh mtsu they still allowed a touchdown from which i was kind of surprised and uh it's interesting to me because i wonder if both texas and alabama had in their brains of we're not going to show too much because we know the most important game early on in the season is week two when we play each other. So it's, I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, my Longhorns can show out next week. And even if they do not win, make it a good showing because Ryan, like you alluded to very, very interesting week one um, pack 12, I believe was, <laughs> Did they're thirteen and zero, fourteen and zero, twelve and zero. No, no, but, I think they're thirteen and zero now after yesterday. Well, after yesterday, yes, but in in that first Saturday, they were they were twelve and zero, which is just wild. Um, Florida State coming in and really not only just keeping it close throughout the game, but then kind of laying it on to LSU at the end of that game. I was I was pretty shocked by. Um. Big shout out to LSU not being able to throw for a, more than one touchdown, which ruined one of my uh, parlays this weekend. Thanks a lot. Um, had the incredible like run up to it. It was the only leg that I needed. It was the final leg, as I needed always. to throw for two touchdowns. That's all I needed. I needed two one. passing touchdowns at LSU, and they couldn't get it done. So uh, LSU fans out there, I I hate that you lost, but I also am kind of like. Yeah, you deserved it for not being able to throw two touchdowns. Um, USC Williams was was obscene. Um, Baylor lost to I don't even know who. Uh, they were playing like basically. Do you even know who they were playing? Yeah, they lost to Texas State. Look at FCS team. They lost to them. Um, well, no, I believe they are an FBS team now. Texas State. Okay, I do so they, they are. Sorry, Texas State. I wasn't, I do trying, to, wasn't trying to talk crap. But their, their, their motto is take Texas back. So you be careful there. Man, Where they're, is they're Texas State University? University? Okay, what, whatever. Where is Texas State? <laughs> Never mind. Maybe I do mean to talk crap. Never it is in San Marcos, Texas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so... I, I'm just kind of rifling through all of these. Yeah, about uh, Colorado, baby, the big Deion Sanders debut. Well, yeah, and and obviously I was going to get to that. I I think it's very 
intriguing because, you know, they went from being uh, listed as a major uh, underdog against Nebraska to I think it, it went to a pick em. Uh, over the course of one day, uh, they may be favored now, but it, it was. I'm taking Nebraska pretty, all day on that one. Pretty wild. I, really? I wouldn't. Nebraska's not very good, man. Uh, I, Matt Rule era, we'll see. It got off to a rough start, but I think there's way too much hype on Colorado. Yes, they beat the, the, the a runner up in the playoff last year, but I think there's too much hype on Colorado. You, you are you are you saying this with a straight face after talking about you, UCF being one and zero, being one and zero over Kent State, Ryan. UCF and Oklahoma are on a cruising Ryan, course. I am, title I am game angry right with you right now. This is the first time I've ever actually. This is not hyperbole. This is not me picking on Ryan. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> you think that against TCU, TCU is not the same team, team from last year. TCU lost ranked, their Heisman Trophy like Kenneth quarterback I'm sorry, in Max Duggan. Uh, Shadur Sanders, 38 for 47, 510 yards, four tutties. Third QB in the past 25 seasons with an 80% completion percentage, 500 passing yards, and four TDs versus a Power 5 opponent who was ranked in the top 25. Travis Hunter is great. Travis Hunter was playing receiver and cornerback. Ryan! Not buying it. Not buying it. I'm not sold on Colorado. But you're sold on UCF over Kent State. Oh, sweet Jesus. I am. Big showdown with Boise State this weekend on the blue That's turf. That's why. I'm, I'm embarrassed for the rays that your name is attached to. Them whoa, whoa, today. whoa. Oh, that is rude. Yeah. That is rude. I'm no, bad you upset at you right now. You take it back. You give them their flowers. Every no one expected that <laughs> out of Colorado. Love no one freeze. expected that. I would love for it to, just screenshot that right there, <laughs> Marcel. That's what I want a screenshot of. On a Every t-shirt. single on time a UCF loses, I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt it and just like wear it. Tiny sombrero on right now. It does. <laughs> that is perfect. I am making that. Thank you for the idea. I'm making that into a jersey. That is gonna be my college football jersey when one of your teams gets upset, Ryan. The BS basses. The BS bass. <laughs> that is gonna be the BS bass jersey. Oh my god. Right, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 before we do this. Before we do microphone. this. No, we do, not we before do we do this. You did this to yourself. At, I want you to crap want, about a team that no one expected to win against TCU. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No one bet on them. Pause, pause. 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 Let me show you what Colorado has coming up on their schedule and you tell me whether this is going to be a team that at all is in contention. They have Nebraska's already succeeded. Next. They've already succeeded. He broke four records for the Colorado football In three weeks, they're going to play number 15, Oregon. They're going to play USC, then Arizona State. They've got Oregon State on the schedule. Utah, Oregon who State boat raced like, Florida. Oregon State looked like crap. Speaking of collision courses. Utah boat raced Florida at home. UCF, Utah at home is much better than people give them credit for. UCF still has to play number 16, Kansas State, Kansas, mm-hmm. Baylor, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, West Virginia, Cincinnati, Texas Tech, Houston, Oklahoma State. I'm, just, chance. I'm just over here that my teams always suck. And yeah, Florida, Florida's, Florida's going to fly. Okay, <laughs> how about this, Ryan, since evidently you and I know how to live up to our bets. You guys still have not lived up to you. <laughs> We're going to have to do that. We have to do, do that, that soon. We have to do it. We need a pot after dark with all of the things God, that we really haven't done. I really don't want to do that. I really don't want really to do it, but we're going to do it. Um, we, we agreed. We settled we, we it with did, the creditors did, that it's did. one six pack split between the two yes, of us. Yes, we correct. did. We did. So we, Y'all decided that. We spoke you know with what? the creditors. I, there were no creditors. You were, that's fraud. 
It's You're Roy Johnsoning this right now. It's Labor Day and it's leg day at the gym. Maybe we have to get this done today. No. I don't <laughs> Absolutely know, man. Absolutely not. I don't know. I do, we do, three? We do. Three each? Uh, we video gotta do, we gotta video evidence? We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. All right. What, what is Ryan? Listen, wait. Ryan. Here, here's what I'm saying. Colorado has already won, even if they don't go 500 for the rest of their season. Like the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> he started 13-0 and have been a 500 team ever since. They were not supposed to be close with TCU. They were definitely not supposed to win. Everybody was like, yeah, he did it at a small school, but Deion Sanders is is all talk. He's just hyping up a program. What's going to happen if he fails at Colorado? Does he have a lot of work left ahead of him? Yes. What was the very first step? Looking good at all against winning, a ranked, winning one game, a winning ranked, one game. Yeah, they won one game. They've won one game against a ranked Power Five conference team. It's a more impressive win than UCF over Kent State, my guy. Yeah, and you're one and zero, one and zero. It is a huge win for them to start the season that way. For him to overhaul the team the way he did. For no one to have any expectation of him succeeding, and then them to set records for the team, the history of the team, the history of Colorado. Overrated. Just throw the. Okay, so um, also I would like to apologize to the Oregon Duck uh, for them doing that to you for running up the score to eight. How many push-ups was it again? How many push-ups did the Duck have to do? It was like two hundred and fifty or something like that. It was obnoxious. For those of you who don't know, every time Oregon scores, the, the Duck mascot has to do. I'm going to show you how easy this push-ups. is. I'm going to do two hundred and fifty right now through the end of the podcast. No, you're. <clears throat> Hi, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What's, what's we, the over under on how many does? I, I, One, two. I, there's no way he gets to 250 without stopping. There's no way. Come on, continue the podcast. I'm at seven. I just kind of want to watch. Maybe the 10. 11, 12. He's slowing down. 13. 13 it's getting lab- 14, laborious. 15, <laughs> I make it to 30. 16, 17. I think 26. 18. Well, the duck gets oh a break God, in between, no, doesn't no, he? No, no, he does not. 19. 20. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Okay. Ryan. Well, the duck gets a oh break. my God, Ryan, you didn't even do 25. Ryan, I could beat you in push-ups. Ryan, no, he already stopped. I'm not. Three, Lord. Four, yeah, I can 25. do 250 with breaks. I did it, it yesterday before a show on the bus. I've got 100, 225 more. I'm good. Sweet <laughs> Jesus, Ryan. That's not a breath. <laughs> This is Labor Day. I'm, the, I'm laboring the most. That is the biggest. Like, let you did 25. Need medical attention, my guy. Are you all right? Yeah, I need help. Oh, all right. Anyway, room uh, service. Shout out, shout out to that poor mascot. Whoever's in that suit, you are a champion, my friend. Do you think they switched halfway through? Like someone else put the suit on. <sighs> the Man, backup. I, I don't. I don't even care. Do they have backups for mascots? I don't even care if you were doing the the kind of push-ups from your knees it's like i mean that's that's a lot of push-ups it is um yeah, i can attest to that that was that's a lot of push-ups okay very very excited about the nfl if you can't tell check the hat i am saying this and i know it will come back to haunt me 
I've I've never done this, and you guys have never heard me say this not one time ever. This is the year. Cowboys are going deep. Don't deep. Don't do that to yourself. I'm doing. Don't it. do that to I'm yourself. Doing it. They're going, man. They're going deep. How, how deep? Is there a dirty joke coming from this? No, no. no. I'm, I'm just saying everybody always talks about, you know, they have. The D is going less deep. Than, less, than, less than five playoff wins in however many years. And they talk about the fact that they haven't won the division in, you know, consecutive years. And they haven't, they haven't gone really, really far in the playoffs um, in a very long time. And that the 90s were their heyday. And since the triplets and the era of them it's just been a mess in Dallas and I believe in this team this year I think they're going to be special I think people are sleeping on them because they expect them to not be very good because Prescott had a bad year interception wise last year they think that he's falling off somehow even though two years ago they were talking about how many yards he threw for and that if only they had a great defense and now they have a spectacular defense. Everyone forgets that Gilmore is on a one-year deal and that he's got to play up to get that big contract that he wants because he's got one more big contract left in him. That's why he's playing a one-year deal. He has to play well this year. He's going to be on the other side of Diggs. Diggs is amazing. They were actively going away from him all last season when people were throwing against them. Micah Parsons on track to be a beast this year. He's not going to have to swap positions every game. That linebacking core is insane. The safety position is covered up. We we are going to be a dangerous team on both sides of the ball for anyone. And yeah, I said we acting like a homer. I'm wearing the Cowboys hat. I I get it. I get it. Stephen A. Smith would be throwing up right now. If he was having to talk to me. You gonna suit up? It's tight end. Let's go. Let's go, Chris. <laughs> yeah. You know that when Nate was talking about getting hit, but it, like I, I work out with some of those guys. I see the amount of weight that they're putting <laughs> up. I, there ain't a chance in hell. <laughs> I am in arguably right now. And again, I know people have seen the articles, never really talked about it much on here, but I, I've been living in the gym and, and eating right and dropped 62, 63 pounds so far. I don't care. <laughs> Those guys do that for a living. Can't teach tall. Uh, you, uh, that is true. Very true statement. That is true. And I got hands. Got hands. There, There is video somewhere of me on a, a parade float with somebody winging me a football out of the crowd on camera oh, at the Macy's, the Macy's Thanksgiving yeah. Day Parade. And I, I snatched it. Just I snatched touch. it out of the air. All hands. Um, hands for Christmas. Hands. You get hands for Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to show you guys that video when we get done. Nobody has any idea what I'm talking nope. about. Uh, anyway, I, I'm calling it. Cowboys are going to be really, really good this year. How deep? Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. NFC Championship game? Yeah. At least that? Yeah. Okay. It's all right. The Bears are going to win it all. Uh, with MVP Justin Fields, according to Ryan. You make that bet right now if you really believe you that. You and Ryan both you can, can make can, that. Oh, my God. If, if, if Fields is going to win MVP, they're gonna, they're definitely going to make the Super Bowl. So go for it, you two. You know, you know how much sarcasm is in my Plus voice. Plus 15 right? million. Yeah. I, will take, I will take any amount of odds right now. Just, <laughs> you tell oh me a number, God. I will take it. 
<laughs> Notice Ryan is suspiciously quiet about his team right now. <laughs> he put $25 on four to one odds for Justin Fields. He might as well just hand me the cash right now. Oh, I think my team is going to win the AFC East. Wrong. I think the Miami Dolphins win the AFC East. What? I think the Miami Dolphins win the AFC East this year. Just real quick. Who's your backup quarterback? Cause you're probably going to yeah. see a lot of, is it Skylar Thompson still? It's still Skylar Thompson, yeah. Yeah, I can't. The Skylar Thompson would, era has started. I would be willing to bet that we get picks uh, because we have to trade you Trey Lance before the end of the season. Yeah. Before I would bet that you win your division. Dolphins are winning the division. That let me put it this way: as much as you or we're joking about me playing tight end in the NFL at thirty-eight years old, you could play laughable. for Bishop Sycamore. It, no. Dude, I, again, I'm telling you, there's a guy right now that is a free agent that trains a, alongside a bunch of the people that, that go where I work out. That guy, on his worst day playing his Michael Jordan flu game, would make me look like a moron on a football field. The, people do not Chris- realize the, the level of, <laughs> of hard work that goes into these guys being half as good as they are. Hell, you think Chris is tall. They're even taller than Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Most NFL tight ends are I, like... I looked at them, I was like, wait, you're that tall too? Yeah. Jeez. Kyle Pitts is 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. No one cares because he's not Well, be he's the only... It's like they have him and London are the only people that can catch a pass on that team. Yeah. So. I have a second bold prediction about the AFCs. Go ahead. The Jets missed the, Jets missed the playoffs. I could, you know what? I mean, I think their their thing is they have a a really high ceiling and a really low floor, but they have a hard schedule this year. Fourth hardest. That's really hard. That's my really thing. They're they're either going to be like, uh, okay, as much as I just talked up my team. Have you seen the Cowboys' first four games? Bring up their schedule. They play the, they play the, they play the Eagles in that stretch. Just bring up their yeah yeah, yeah they play. They play the Giants, the Jets, the Cardinals, and then the Patriots. So they very easily could be four and zero or one and three. Well, I think they're going to beat the Giants. They're definitely going to beat the, the Look, Cardinals, Cowboys, and Patriots again in in the NFC East every year. What have everybody been talking about is that the Giants are going to be better this year. They're going to take a step forward. So you have to worry about them. You have to worry about the Eagles. Then if you write off Washington, who's got this influx of like energy in the front office because of the sale of the team, they might sneak a couple wins by if it ends up being against your team in that division. And then you have to play Bill Belichick, who's always a wild card, and the Jets, if the Jets end up being amazing behind Aaron Rodgers, really quickly that schedule can turn around and you could be like the only one we've got is hopefully against the Cardinals. What if you lay down against them because you win those other games? It it's get very interesting and everybody can look at their schedule like the, that. The sad part is, is the bears actually have a chance to go three and one in their schedule. <laughs> we uh, we play- have breaking news. We have breaking news. Mike white has been named the dolphins backup quarterback. Ooh, white, white Lotus. <laughs> there you go. White Lotus jets legend. Yeah, the, just letting you know. So the Bears literally play the Packers game one, the Bucks game two, the Chiefs game three, and the Broncos game four. So we have a chance to go three and one in our first four games. And Fields is winning the MVP. Wow. That is good. That is very interesting. Read this out. This yeah. is this is great. So a couple weeks ago, I w- I picked the Saints. I put all of my bets in on the Saints for this year. 
Here are the quarterbacks the Saints will face in 2023. Ryan Tannehill, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, CJ Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Richardson, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Desmond Ritter, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, and Matt Stafford. Oh, wow. That is none of the like top, High, yeah. top, 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 top tier. Okay, now let me yeah. let me also like throw something out there. Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. is really good. He's good. Um, the Wait. rest are either second year or, or rookie quarterbacks. For so the Jones, Goff, and Stafford are supposed to be much better this year. Outside of that, did when you say like you even in- even Panthers fans like I was talking to some of them about Bryce Young yesterday and they're like they have shirts with his name on them and they were still like ah. uh. I was like what are you doing they're like I I mean you know we're being honest like if we he he could be okay the Saints play thirteen of their seventeen games inside of a dome which is great for them Chris Olave should have a monster year. Derek Carr's looking great. Okay, he sh- it, again. That it's un unproven quantities. Olave had a, the most targets on the team, just with bad quarter. He had Andy Dalton still throwing the you ball. You know, you know who might be fantastic this year that no one brings up except me is another reason why I'm talking about my team. Cooks. Yeah, he's had a thousand yard uh, receiving seasons for the last seven years. Dak can throw a deep ball, man. With with bad quarterbacks the last seven years for the most Dak part. Dak can throw a great deep ball. He loves to do that. He's finally got to get him to take the top off the defense. The last time he had that was three years ago with Amari Cooper when he wasn't hurt. Cook should have some open open looks. When you say you're all in, when you put all your money on the Saints, are you saying like to win the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. no, no. He's, he's saying their their division. They're they're, they're going to win their division, he's and I tied it. them to basically every bet I made this year, except for the Cardinals being the worst team. <laughs> yeah, bet the Saints fade the Cardinals. Every you do it all year long, you probably do okay. You'll do okay with some money. We we I are would, not betting. Uh, we. You can, <laughs> Uh, what's Ryan? What's, can you look up the, the number? number? Real quick? Yeah, uh, we are not <laughs> responsible for your money, and please bet responsibly. Yes. And uh, please bet responsibly. But just like every other sports-related thing now, everybody's giving you their picks. Like yeah. ESPN's doing it, everyone's doing it. But we do say, if you have a gambling problem, definitely seek out help. We are not trying to. Yeah, call the number one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Also, it seems You're as welcome. though the Arizona Cardinals will be sitting Kyler Murray the entire year. Yes. Yeah, so do we just? bet every week yes that the cardinal no as as a parlay that the cardinals lose and the saints win yes every week i'm that gonna is do your it right bet. now i'm if doing you know it right nothing now nothing about gambling that doing it right is. now i i literally Are you preemptively doing it for the whole year i'm no. in a i'm in a fantasy pool and I, i'm gonna always basically pick the team it didn't, the didn't, didn't you pick washington so <laughs> my very one. first week one win is going to be the washington commanders i just picked up their defense for fantasy for this for this week <laughs> for that's this very week. smart very all right, smart we're going to do the quickest hot take of all time so uh go hot take sorry we we had a guest we got excited me we, and ryan we, went back and forth i didn't hit record on the first part of the podcast yeah. it's fine <laughs> everything's you fine. know what this is just a fun podcast for you guys uh on labor day hopefully you get to enjoy it and hopefully we we can put it together before the end of the day <laughs> uh but speaking of colorado and how good they were 
Ryan. Um, I decided that we've done a lot of like the best college football game of all time, but we've never really done the the biggest week one college upset. Oh wait, you didn't, you didn't say you week didn't, one. You didn't say week one. You just said the biggest college upset. I know, upset. but I am picking a week one. So we're just going the biggest college upset of all time. I am picking week one because I'm going back to a time when Michigan was just always a powerhouse. Wait a minute. And they decided. The Fighting Blue Cones? They were, they were going to take on a team called Appalachian State. No, look at my phone right off. Oh, they were going to take on a team called Appalachian State just for a little week one tune-up. And uh, it did not go at all as planned. And that, to me, I still, the fact that you pulled that up and that that was going to be your pick says all I need to say. They paid and in fact, for them to you know what? They, they paid to get their own butts kicked on yes. national television week one. And it was the most mind-boggling, crazy upset I have ever seen and that I remember just going, wow, not in a million years would I have picked them to win that game. And they did, and it was just absolute insanity. They got a field goal in the last 26 seconds. Insanity. So to me, that is always going to be my biggest one. And you know what, Bear? There's room on this bandwagon. You, you and I can share a pick this week. We're gonna. I literally had it pulled yeah. up on my phone. I he cheated. He saw my phone. I did not. <laughs> I knew this when I when I started thinking about that as the idea for the hot take this week. Josh, what you got? The 2014 ESPY Awards named this the best play and the best game of the year in all of North American sports. It was the most watched regular season of the 2013 college football season. Alabama Auburn. Alabama Auburn. And Auburn the won. kick six. Was that, was that an upset, though? Was that considered an upset? Te- technically, it was an upset. Um, it's more the upset because I, Saban it, I don't challenged think it's the, the biggest upset. I think it's the best game of that season. I don't think it's the biggest upset. It's a of huge all upset. time. <sighs> I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think. All right. It's, it's all right. Then, then I'll, 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 I'll pivot. I'll pivot. Then that's fine. That's fine. Whoa! Ten, no, no, no. It's okay. I'll pivot. If that's fine, you're not under. Your, that's that's okay. Tennessee beating what? Alabama last season. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going for the Tennessee. Fans. Yeah, that's fine. Tennessee beating Alabama and tearing down the goalposts and throwing in the river. Oh my God. Okay. Last year. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to touch our pick. We can't wait to down Bears very just quickly on the bandwagon. It's fine. Hey, I was my pick. Bears, is that, is that your pick or are you going with a different one? No, that's, that's that was my pick. It was literally on my phone, and I think he saw it and went for that one instead. Uh, no, I, just, I didn't even have to. Can look I choose it up. Colorado beating TCU? <laughs> <laughs> what if Ryan picked that just to be contrarian? All right, go ahead. Um, that would be. But mine comes from 2007, and it's a game that many of us may forget as one of the biggest upsets of all time. However, the Stanford Cardinal were 41-point underdogs to then number two USD. The Trojans had not oh, lost man. at home since 2001. They had not lost at home in six years. And yet Stanford 24, number two USC 23. That was on October 6th of 2027, or 2007, excuse me. 2027 has not happened yet. So it was in 2007. The Cardinal had gone 1-10 the year prior, and yet they come into 
the Rose Bowl and knock off USC in a stunner. It's a great one. The quarterback for that uh, that Cardinal program, you know who it was? No, you know who the head coach was? Us. The head coach was Jim Harbaugh, who had led that Stanford Cardinal program back in that day. Who's, who's John David Booty. Ah. You saying who's Remember the, the name John David Booty? I sure yeah. did. John David Booty was, was USC's quarterback, John David Booty, for the record. One of the best all-time names in college football history. Is it? We have a lot of really great names I know, now. In they're football. all coming. They're all coming for us. This is just, there is general booty too. Oh uh, no no! I didn't didn't we run down the list last week? Did did no. I do this? No, we didn't do it on the podcast. Oh my god! I I wonder what I was talking on that I did this entire list because there are some spectacular names in college football. General year. booty for the tight end from Oklahoma. Kool Aid McKinnistry. Cornerback for Alabama. Oh, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Before, yeah, we did this. We did this. I talked about this last week. There's no way I didn't because I remember because there's one that's mobility is the guy's name. I don't think we talked about this. I don't think we did. His name I is Mo Billity. There's DeColdest Crawford, Crawford from who Nebraska. Is, who, by the way, has already done ads for a heating and air company. Yep. There's, oh, that's great. There's Storm Duck. There's Shitta Silla. That's his name. I'm not, that's not cursing. Booby Curry, Fat Watts, Major Burns, Squirrel White. That's a wide receiver for Tennessee. Yep. Juice Wells, Fish Williams. Oh, go Ka- all the way, go all the way down. Cavassier Smoke, Steel Chambers. Oh, is this an no, episode of that? It, 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 people have made the joke that it's the East versus West game from Key and Peele skit. Tiger Shanks, Demon Clowney. But the the last one, go all the way down. Is it the guy from? He's a, he's a lineman. I think it's a different there, list. Rowdy Beers, no, tight end for FIU. Florida no, there's, there's another one. Nope, I'm out. That's it. Oh man, I know, I know the list you're thinking of because I yeah. saw that. I saw that one. Um. All right, so the three games this week that the poll will be on. I mean, we we already know who's going to win here. It is App State and Michigan from 2000 and was that 07 too? That was a big year for Upyets. It's a big year for upsets. So App State over Michigan in 07, Tennessee over Bama last year in 2022, and Stanford over USC in 2007. Recency bias. Oh, um, Pig Cage is a good oh, one. Pig Cage. Um, but it's still, man, this is not the list that I was wondering because there's there's one uh, offensive lineman who uh, made made the list, and I can't find him. Dang it. I'm, I'm not going to find it. I'm just now. I'm just wasting time. All right. Thank you guys as always for listening to the podcast. This is the quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris from Haley, Ryan, Josh, and myself. We appreciate you guys. Sorry, Enjoy your Labor Day. And we're out. little sombrero <laughs> i love the idea of making that a shirt or a jersey i'm, it, I'm it's happening i'll wear it's happening. it sorry for all of the technical difficulties <laughs> we will get it together by year four i promise <laughs>